Hi, hello, friends and family. Welcome to the Sunday Shuffle Podcast, a podcast where we get real with reality with real people. I'm your host, Elijah Holbrook, and I'm so excited that you've joined us for this journey. Like, subscribe, and leave some comments to let us know what you think. Stay tuned. We're about to dive in. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sunday Shuffle Podcast. I have the most random group of people with me today. It's about to be a good time and a fun time. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, starting with Wayne. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to start with the cat. Well, my name is Wayne, and I am a young adults pastor in a way, and I'm also a creative director for a nonprofit, so... This is his third time being on the podcast, everybody. It is. My third time. I'm in active seven right now in this season of life. So, <laughs> Who was in the room with you? Let him introduce himself. Yeah. This is my first time meeting him. This is his first time. This is my roommate, James. Yes. Hello. I'm James. I am currently working actually um, through the Department of State. And I work with North Korean refugees in South Korea, but I've currently been furloughed because of the coronavirus. So I'm here in Georgia with Wayne right now, actually working for the Georgia Ports Authority. So that's where I'm at right now. Love it. Faith? Um, Well, I'm Faith. Um, I'm a third year intern slash young adult assistant at Free Chapel. I love it so much. I am a just YA advocate all the way. She is the best. Mick? I'm Michaela, otherwise known as Mick. I'm a nanny. I'm a. I'm in school for event planning, so she hit me is. up for all the wedding planning events, whatever you need. She was yeah. my right hand in all things the gathering conference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is the most random podcast that we've done yet, um, besides the one that I did with Wayne at midnight. So today we are talking about cancel culture. There's no rules, no questions. We're just going to start talking about it. So question number one kind of. Well, you just said no questions, but. Well, we didn't like prepare (laughs) questions is what I mean. Yeah. This was like, hey, y'all want to get on FaceTime really quick and do a podcast? Literally. Literally. Um, So what does cancel culture mean? Not all at once, everybody. Faith, let's go with you. Who? Yeah, so Faith, what does cancel culture look like for you? I think cancel culture is literally when you just decide to delete someone from the face of the world. You're just like, someone messes up and you just say, okay, your time here on earth is done as far as like your digital footprint or your influential footprint. You are no longer allowed to do anything Mm. sort of thing. So for me, I feel like that's what cancel culture is is this day and age. We're so dramatic with it. So dramatic. James? Yeah, I actually wrote a post about cancel culture, which is why Wayne kind of brought me into this conversation. But um, in that post, I actually defined cancel culture as the actor refusing to give one support to a public figure or business after the public has deemed an act committed by that party to be unforgivable. And we've seen that a lot in recent years in our culture. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Mick. Um, well, I like I totally agree with both Faith and James on that. I think it's saying that it's just an act that's unforgivable. It's seeing that peop that's so true. It's when people just do something 
that not even really if it's unforgivable it's when we just see people do things that we don't like yeah you know in mm, culture we're just yeah. like man no you didn't you did something that we don't agree with mm. We're through with you. We're done. We're wiping you clean. Bye. We hit the unfollow button real quick. We do it so, so fast. Our or we mute so them. quick to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We mute them. Oh, man. That's I'm... the new cancel culture is muting. Do you know yeah. any conversations where Elijah, Elijah calls me? It's like, Michaela, guess how I'm muted today. And I'm like, <laughs> I muted them last week. <laughs> Michaela and I are like, did you see? We muted the same person on the same day. Oh, oh, we called ourselves out. Okay. What's your, oh. what's your definition? <laughs> I think my definition of cancel culture is when you just remove people out of your life, whether um, it's because you didn't believe the same way they believed, you disagreed with something, um, or they actually did, you know, do something that was. Yeah. I don't think that there's nothing really you can do that's unforgivable. As Christians, we believe their forgiveness is a sinner. But when you they do something so big, it's just like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just the removal of people. Yeah. 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 So we remove people. We mute people. We unfollow people. So, like, as Christians, why do we allow cancel culture to even exist? I think because as Christians, we already struggle when it comes to just the basicness of forgiveness. I think that's something that we've all said a lot is like, it's when someone does something unforgivable and it's the most divine thing that the enemy can use to be like, okay, when you learn to forgive, you learn to prosper and flourish and whatever. And so if the enemy can just weasel his way in through cancer culture, which he created showing people like, okay, if they've done something so bad that can't be forgiven, then maybe they aren't allowed to be a part of this or they can't do this. And it's almost playing God in a sense of saying, hey, I think that you're not open to the standard of whatever, and so I'm going to make the decision. So I think it's really rooted in our lack of having the ability to forgive. And mm -hmm. we naturally already have that problem. And so now here's just another way now with social media wow. and all kinds of connected where it's like, okay, well, I can't be God in the physical realm. So now that I have social media, I can be God here. Oh. And since I'm a Christian, people listen to me because they think I have it. And so it's really just been a sort of an abuse of power that we've allowed to take place within our culture, which okay, is says. So, yeah. Anybody else want to comment? <laughs> um, I just think that's, you're so right. And that's so interesting in the sense of like, who, it's not our place to decide what's unforgivable you know yeah. what I mean like we just exactly what you said like we can't play God we can't um decide what's unforgivable we so if that's the truth why does cancel culture exist why um what can we do as Christians mm -hmm. to cancel cancel culture yeah, yeah. You know? that's a movement right there <laughs> yeah i think a lot of times too is as christians we become more like culture of the world rather than becoming more like the culture of jesus mm. and i think that's what the there's a there's a hard part of um it's like i said in elijah in our podcast we can be world changers or that we can be changed by the world and yeah I think a lot of christians are being changed by the world and the culture of the world and they're allowing that to seep in through that little crack in the door that Satan has put a foothold in 
and they're allowing the cancer cult, the cancer culture in and not realizing that that's destroying so much stuff within, you know, it might be one thing that leads to another and leads to another. And it's because we allowed the culture to change us Yeah, when we should be in that changing the culture. Yeah. I think a lot of what cancel culture kind of roots from in our generation Mm -hmm. is the fact that our generation, um, when we were younger, we weren't, we were like, well, we can't stand up for each ourselves and we didn't know how to stand up for ourselves. And so as we've gotten older, we've learned how to, you know, Mm -hmm. and we've, we are able to recognize people that are toxic in our lives and we're able to recognize like when there's things that are not okay, we can stand up to it. Um, But the issue is in that what cancel culture is, is when one, maybe not minute, uh, but things that can be repaired, that can be turned around, that by the grace of God and and by his mercy can be turned around. It's so Um, true. We got to come back. We just cancel it instead of allowing the Lord to turn it around. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what our generation needs to hear. It needs to hear that like not all things are toxic. Not all of them need to be um, just like come to a screeching halt. And I'm like, and this is coming from someone who like my, my biological dad is like, a drug he's a drug addict like he's terrible and I've like Mm. taken a stand and said dad like you're you can't be in my life and that is a healthy boundary that I have Mm -hmm. but that's not cancel culture no yeah and so but there's other parts like friendships that should not be canceled based off of very simple things you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. James what you got bruh I find it interesting, the concept of cancel culture in the church, because I think it's something that's been present in the church, even before we had the terminology of cancel culture. So often I found, especially the American church tends to cancel what the church does not understand. And there are many things that the church does not fully understand. I think we're getting to a season of life where we're seeking to understand more and we're asking more questions and talking to more people who might have different worldviews than our own, which helps. But yeah, it's true. There's been so many moments in which the church in the past and still today has canceled people groups and certain things that they don't fully understand yet. And I think as the church, we should be, of course, as open, welcoming as Jesus was throughout his ministry. I mean, we are his representatives on earth and that is what we are called to be. Jesus does not cancel anyone. That's not what Jesus does. (laughs) And we should work to do the same. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, cancel culture should not be rooted in the DNA of the church whatsoever. Um, As I already said, he truly is. God is the God of the comeback. And that is what we should focus on as well. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like also something that um, Michaela sort of struck in my mind was like generations. Like the generation before us was very good at um, when things went bad, we hid it under the rug or we covered it Mm -hmm. with the fact we don't talk about Mm -hmm. it. And so we're rising up a generation full of authority and full of boldness but we're sort of perverting it with the fact of we make the decisions on who gets to be who yeah exactly sharing and i don't think we preach this enough that redemption is real yeah so so good also we don't just cut things off there's an opportunity um and there's also some things that god wants to restore um if we would slow down enough to teach people like 
not only will God make things new, but he can restore things yeah. that have already been broken. Oh, heck yeah. I think wow. removing ourselves from the idea of this cancel culture and maybe start a restoration culture. Yes, oh, I was just... Heck yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was so good. I was just about to say exactly what you just said mm. is the restoration the culture. Yeah. Is because when you cancel people, you are just neglecting the opportunity Brilliant. for God to restore something. Yeah. And and so when you said that, I was like restoration. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, there has been friendships that people have even canceled me recently. And well, I've been, a, and I've been a part of that. And I look at it as like, I always say, I want to be a lifelong learner and I want to learn from other people. Yeah. And when people cancel you, I've been now robbed of that opportunity to be, to be able to learn from somebody else. Yeah. So that's why my heart breaks in cancel culture is because we are to share each other's burdens and to share each other's pain, to share what we're going through. But if we cancel people, we neglect the ability to share. And ultimately people in sharing could help change whatever the situation, whatever the topic was. I may in the sharing be able to have, you know, maybe empathy. My life could be changed. Like my ideas could be changed. That's the whole idea of Jesus in his teachings. We're all so like, it could even overflow into that. And so when you say restoration, that comes in my head of like, we need to start a movement restoration culture. And it's true, canceling takes away the opportunity for redemption. Yeah. And that should yeah. be like our utmost priority as the church to allow for that. Yes, there of course should be accountability. I remember Michaela, of course, mentioned her father. There should be accountability culture as well so that we can help people get to that place of potentially having that redemption. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. Lord never totally takes people out. He gives them the opportunity to yeah. change. I mean, if cancel culture was around in the time of the Old Testament, most of the people that led us to Jesus would have gotten canceled and thrown away and they would have never had that opportunity for redemption. And so it's so important to think about that, to remember like, okay, yes, this person might've made a mistake, but they might just be that one mistake away from having that breakthrough moment. Mm -hmm. Mm. Man, that was good rapid fire, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Spirit is moving through Zoom. Holy Spirit is moving. So... One word that I picked up on when Faith was kind of talking at the beginning of us talking is the word forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So I think the word forgiveness carries a lot of weight with the cancel culture. So why, as Christians, are we not really able to forgive? Because if we're really operating out of restoration and forgiveness, then cancel culture wouldn't even exist in the Christian world. Yeah. It's easier to cancel someone than forgive them. But is it a personal route? Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you operate in in forgiveness you can freely give forgiveness yeah Mm. it's just like that easy i think and well yes it's that easy but also i think it's the when you understand the realization how much because the lord forgave Mm -hmm. me i can forgive others yeah and i think it's people have to have an understanding of how much forgiveness the lord has given them and when they truly grab onto that to the fact that he died on the cross for your sin when you actually come to realization of how much the Lord forgave you, then it becomes easy to forgive. And we begin to walk out that process of forgiveness. But until that moment happens, people are going to always choose cancel before they choose forgiving. And it sucks. Yeah. I immediately think about the verse that talks about how God casts our sins as far as the East is from the West. Mm-hmm. And I think Bible that are really, that seemed too metaphorical. And so people are like, oh, there's no way. There's no way a God this big 
could forgive the things that I've done. So why should I forgive what someone's done to me? And I agree with you completely, Wayne. Like it's a it's a it's a revelation of God's forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. That's where, because it's the same thing when it comes to love, when it comes to um, acceptance and mm-hmm. anything that when we have full revelation of God and his character, it makes it that much easier to operate mm-hmm. in what he's given us the ability to operate. Yeah. Because what we try operate in our own strength and when we realize i can't do it so they don't deserve it then we've created this sort of blockade where god is like okay well that's not how this works Mm. you're operating power not yours and really just giving it to god like his burden is easy his yoke is light god you're gonna help me forgive them because they really get on my nerves so i'm just gonna leave it in your hands and he'll do it yeah and have that revelation yeah that's good so 15 minutes of rapid fire guys that was good good so before we log off i want james to pray us out because i think the biggest thing that we need to do is like yeah. pray out cancel culture oh yes yeah so you got you got you got a minute and a half bro let's do it lord you are so good and you truly are the god of the comeback lord we've seen that time and time again throughout your word father i just pray cancel culture out mm-hmm. of the culture of the church out of our hearts, Lord, that is not the life you have for us because the overall goal of cancel culture is to destroy. And we know that it says in your word that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But you came, your son came so that we could have life and have it to the full. And I pray that for anyone that has had to face the sharp knife that is cancel culture in this world, God. I pray for that life for each and every person, God, because truly that's the life you have for us, God. And I pray that We can continue to work as the church, as followers of Jesus, to love the people around us and to spread your love all over this world because there are so many people that need it, God, so many broken people, Lord. And so above all, I pray for that. I pray that for us. I pray that for your world. And I pray that for the church. In your son, Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. 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 Well, everybody, that was 15 minutes of rapid fire about cancel culture, and we will get back with you probably for a part two maybe we'll see did y'all like each other they never none of these people have ever met other than me personally i've definitely met except for michael's met wayne yeah we've definitely met um, and they almost dated i'm kidding rumors (laughs) that's the next thing we're talking about on here is gossip i'm I'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding all right everybody much love let's unmute our mics on the other line (laughs) yes Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Shuffle podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, like, subscribe, let us know in the comments, follow us on social media at Sunday underscore Shuffle, and let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to talk about on the next podcast or who to talk to. Well, guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us.